Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. Welcome to Search the Scriptures. We're glad to be back with our listeners today and have the opportunity to once again open up God's Word and dig a little bit deeper, study a little bit further, learn a little bit more from those rich teachings and truths. We are so blessed to be able to have such ready access to the Bible, to God's Word. It is the greatest book that has ever been written because it was truly and is truly still God's Word. The men who wrote it down were simply guided by God through the Holy Spirit to write what they wrote. The Apostle Paul says in 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 16 that all Scripture is given by inspiration of God. And the literal meaning there is that all Scripture is God-breathed. God-breathed. In other words, the sense being it is God's very Word. And we're to get the idea that the words were flowing across God's lips as he guided the writers to write what they wrote. We note also that the Apostle Peter wrote down that no prophecy ever came by the will of men, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. And so these two verses complement each other to help us get the, broad, the broader picture of how God guided the men that he chose to write down his word over a span of hundreds and hundreds of years to get it exactly right, to be his true word. He guided them through the Holy Spirit to write what they wrote. We want to help you learn God's word more deeply, more thoroughly, more completely. We want to help you understand what God expects of us as he has communicated to us through his word. Search the scriptures. We do exactly that in this program. We dig deep. We look at the scriptures in detail. We try to come to the fullest understanding, pretty much, that we can gain from what those scriptures really say. We want to help you. We encourage you to go to our website at churchofchrist.com, churchofchrist.com, and click on the podcast button. Now, when you do that, you can sign up for our podcasting. It's free. It always will be free. We're not after your wallet. We want to help, pe- we want to help as many people as we can get to heaven. We hear from other religious broadcasts where people talk about send us a donation, send us a contribution, send us a love offering, and we'll send you something free. You know, that doesn't sound free to us. We mean it's free. It always will be free. We're not looking for any contributions through these radio programs. We want to help as many people as we can learn God's will for their lives and get to heaven. When you sign up for our podcasting, you will automatically receive to your smart device whether it's your smartphone or computer or laptop or pad or tablet or whatever it might be, you'll receive Search the Scriptures every day, Monday through Friday, automatically. So if your busy schedule does not allow you to tune in at the exact time that these programs are aired over the radio waves, you can still hear them on your smart device. They will be right there. You'll also receive our Sunday morning Bible class, Wednesday night Bible class, and all of our sermons. And what I really think is a gem, a seven-day-a-week short, about a 13-minute Bible study every day called Today's Bible Class. All of that will automatically go to your smart device. It'll always be free. Now, if you're in the Omaha area, we encourage you to come and worship with us, study God's Word with us, and grow spiritually with us in person. 
at the Sunny Slope Church of Christ. Our church building is located at 3606 North 108th Street in Omaha. 3606 North 108th Street. Sunday morning Bible classes begin at 9.30, followed by worship at 10.30. We come back together on Sunday evening for an evening worship at 6 o'clock, and then on Wednesday evenings, right in the middle of the week, great time to stop and get our spiritual batteries recharged during the week. Every Wednesday evenings, we meet for Bible classes at 6.30. You're welcome to any and all of our services, and we hope to meet you. Let's get to know you better. Let you get to know us very soon. Now, we're going to finish up our study that we have been going through for the last several days, talking about where do we find the power to face life successfully. We deal with a whole lot in life. Life throws at us a whole lot of curves. Things can seem to be going just great for a period of time, and then all of a sudden something happens in our personal lives that seems to turn things upside down, inside out, backwards. And that can be something from a whole host of different directions. It can be medical, like illness or injury. It can be financial, some kind of financial setback. Maybe our 401k or IRAs take a big hit on the market, or maybe we simply walk in one day and the boss says, uh, we're closing up shop, or we've been bought out by somebody else. Uh, Your job has been eliminated, and so there's a loss of job suddenly. Maybe it's a relation conflict, you know, with somebody, maybe a spouse, two sp- a husband and wife, they're, they're, they're reaching a critical point in their relationship. Or maybe it's with some other family member or a friend who's been close, and now there's some kind of conflict. Or maybe it's a relational problem with our employer or somebody on the job. Maybe there's been the death of a loved one, someone very dear to you. Uh, emotional stress has set in. The list can go on and on, but life throws a lot of curves at us. And even when things have been going just great and you feel on top of the world, something comes along and turns everything upside down all of a sudden. Well, that's part of life in this world. Just getting older can have that kind of effect to one degree or another. Well, what do people do? Many seek professional help. For medical problems, they will go and see a doctor of one sort or another. Others will go see counselors of one kind or another. And those can be good, positive steps to take. Others, they will try to just tough it out. And that may end up actually prolonging whatever the difficulty might be because they don't really know how to deal with it effectively. I used to think that, well, in time, I can take care of this. I can work through this. I can, you know, get by uh, with, with dealing with this problem by myself. But then I watched the years tick off the calendar and came to realize <laughs> time is getting shorter. Well, some people, they just try to escape through alcohol and drugs, maybe other illicit activities. And that only makes matters worse because now they've got an additional problem to have to deal with, and that's their addiction. So again, the question is, what to do? What to do? We have been focusing on what the Apostle Paul laid out for us in Philippians chapter 4 and verses 11 through 13. And Paul was was speaking from personal experience as well as being guided by God through the Holy Spirit 
to write down, if you want to think of it as an equation or a formula for finding the power to deal with life successfully, effectively, and consistently. He wrote in verse 11, not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. He said, I've learned no matter what's going on, no matter what the difficult situation might seem to be, I've learned to accept my state in light. Uh, my state in life, not that I'm happy about it or that I'm not going to try to correct it if it's a negative or a bad or, you know, something that's really traumatic or trying, you know, really trying my, my faith and my patience. I, I may try to correct it, but I'm going to be content no matter what I'm dealing with in life. I'm not going to let it overwhelm me. I'm not going to let it just beat me down. I'm certainly not going to let it destroy my faith in God and in Christ. I've learned in whatever state I am to be content. Then he reassures us in verse 12, I know how to be abased, that is, to be humbled, to be brought low, to have things going backwards, so to speak, and I know how to abound. Now, those are those times when everything's going just great. Everywhere and in all all things, I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, And he's talking about being hungry on an ongoing basis, not having enough food, both to abound and to suffer need. Well, he's saying, I'm speaking from personal experience. I've learned in whatever state I am to be content, but that's not just some high-sounding platitude. It's not just preacher talk. I, I know what I'm talking about. Well, we read through a number of texts of Scripture where Paul talks about where at one point in 2 Corinthians, I'm sorry, yeah, 2 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse, verses 8 through 10, he said, you know, we had the death sentence. Apparently their backs were against the wall. Apparently it looked like they might die. And he said, but we needed to learn to trust in God who raises the dead. And he delivered us. And they had confidence that he would still deliver them. And God had over and over again. In 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 23 through 28, we read where Paul talked about so many physical problems that he had had to deal with, having been in prison a number of times, having been shipwrecked a number of times, having been beaten with rods three times. And we're not talking about somebody hitting somebody with a rod one time. It, it, it's it's a, basically a whipping, but instead of using a whip, they're using rods to lay across the person's back. But he said five times from the Jews, he had his Jewish persecutors, enemies, they had whipped him with 39 lashes five different times. Well, he talked about also how he faced all kinds of perils from different different directions. And then he concluded in verse 28 and says, besides that, my concern for the churches all the time. He cared about the Lord's church. He went about helping establish new congregations, and he, he was concerned about those congregations. When you read his letters, First and Second Corinthians, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, First and Second Thessalonians, he's writing to congregations of the Lord's church. Romans, 
writing to Christians in general. He's writing to members of the Lord's church. He's writing to congregations. And there are times when he's very direct and very blunt, and he's correcting them about some of the errors of their ways. There are other times when he's encouraging them mightily. He cared about the Lord's church everywhere, and we should as well. Then he also talked about how in 1 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 9 and verses 11 through 13 that, that he felt like that God had made something of an example of the apostles. And a lot of people would say, well, Paul was just a preacher. He was an apostle. He didn't know what life is really like. And that's the way probably that a lot of people think about a lot of preachers today. They're not living in the real world. They don't know what it's really like out here. My response to that is, yes, we do. We go through all of the same kinds of stuff that you go through, all of the same kinds of challenges. We experience it ourselves. I could tell you personal story after personal story, but we don't need to do that right now. We experience life just like everybody else. And then in 2 Corinthians chapter seven, verses, uh, chapter 12, verses 7 through 10, he talked about how he had some kind of thorn in the flesh, some kind of physical impediment or problem. He doesn't name what it is or what it was, but he says, I prayed to the Lord three times that it would be removed. And the Lord said, no, you're going to be okay. I'm going to use you just the way you are. My strength is made perfect in weakness. I'm going to show you. I can use you to do good work in my cause just the way you are. And through your work, in spite of your physical problem, other people are going to see that they can be victorious as well through my power. And verse 13 is when he finally comes to that bottom line statement. So, I've learned to be content in whatever state I am. I'm speaking from personal experience. I've gone through a lot. I've suffered a lot. I know how to be up and I know how to be down. But I've learned to be content in whatever the state is that my life is in at that particular point. How, Paul? How can you do that? Verse 13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's, some people would say, the secret. It's not a secret. It's right there in God's Word. Over and over again, like a flashing neon light or digital sign, but that never switches to a different message. It's always, I'll be there with you. I will take care of you. I will never walk away from you as long as you never walk away from me. The message from God through Christ, the power to face life successfully is found in a right relationship with God through Jesus Christ. In 2 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 5, the apostle Paul wrote in this particular letter, not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think of anything as being from ourselves, but our sufficiency is from God. A lot of people think they're pretty self-sufficient. They can do it. On, they can do it everything on their own. They're big enough. They're strong enough. They're resourceful enough. They can take care of everything. Well, remember what I said earlier. 
there was a time many years ago when I thought, well, just in time I can work through all of this. But um, again, I, as the years ticked off, I began to realize time's getting shorter. Paul came to understand very emphatically he needed Christ in his life. He had been an enemy of Christ. He didn't believe in Jesus as God's Son, as the Savior, as the Lord. But he came to recognize his error in those non-beliefs, and he embraced Christianity. He served Christ for the rest of his years. He taught the gospel of Jesus Christ far and near to everybody he could. Paul learned I can do all things through Christ. God's power is infinite. Jesus said in Luke chapter 1 and verse 37, nothing is impossible for God. But we have to walk with God in order to tap into that power effectively. And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So, you see, it's a pair. It's a family commitment. If we're going to commit ourselves to God thoroughly, completely, we commit ourselves to Christ, his son as well. And certainly, if we're going to come to Christ, we've got to commit ourselves to God, the Father. The power to face life effectively It's in a right relationship with God through Jesus Christ. God sent Jesus to this world to bring the gospel message of salvation. Jesus told the apostles as he was ready to ascend back to heaven after his ministry on this earth was complete. In Mark chapter 16, verses 15 and 16, he told the apostles, go into all the world, preach the gospel to all creation, He who believes and is baptized shall be saved. He who does not believe shall be condemned. Hmm. As Matthew recorded that great commission, in Matthew 28 and verses 19 and 20, Jesus told the apostles, Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit teaching them to observe all things whatsoever whatsoever I've commanded you. And lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age of the world. Amen. The message of forgiveness and salvation, the message of redemption and reconciliation to God through Jesus Christ, the gospel of Christ. God sent Jesus to bring that message to all of humanity. Paul, one of the apostles, added later by the Lord. Preach that message incessantly over and over and over again. Again, far and near. He went on journeys seeking out people to teach that message of salvation. That is the message that mankind always needs first and foremost We need to learn that our real power is in God through Christ. In John chapter 15 and verse 5, Jesus said, I am the vine, you are the branches. 
He who abides in me lives in me, and I in him bears much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. The life without Christ is a life of hopelessness, a hopeless life. Now, that would bother. In fact, it might anger, infuriate some people who don't believe in Jesus. But being angry with the truth does not change the truth. The truth is the truth, whether anybody believes it or not, likes it or not, accepts it or not. It's still the truth. When we look at Hebrews chapter 13, and just about the last few verses in that particular letter, we're going to look at verses 20 and 21. The Hebrews writer wrote, Now may the God of peace, who brought up our Lord Jesus from the dead, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you complete in every good work to do his will, working in you what is well-pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. How can we be truly complete as human beings? Only through Jesus Christ. Only God can make us complete through Christ. We are created in God's image with a spiritual essence, a soul unique from everything else that lives on this earth. God can make us complete, but only through Christ. Again, Jesus said, no one comes to the Father except through me. In 1 John chapter 5, verse 4, Whatever is born of God overcomes the world. What are you struggling with right now in your life? What have you been struggling with? Whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world. Our faith. Our faith. Faith comes by hearing the word of God. Romans 10 and verse 17. John goes on and says, Who is he who overcomes the world? but he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. If you're trying to make it on your own, that's a futile effort. It's doomed to failure. Are you trying to do that? Are you trying to do it by yourself? Through active, dedicated faith in Jesus, we can truly face life successfully every day. That doesn't mean everything's always going to be hunky-dory. Everything's always going to be a bed of roses without thorns. But we can face life successfully because we know who we are and who is watching over us, who is blessing us and taking care of us, and we know where we're going for eternity. Jesus calls you. He calls everybody to come to him. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest for your souls. And that is key to facing life successfully. Walking with Jesus and thereby knowing we're right with God. We'd like to help you. Contact us through our website, churchofchrist.com. 
click on the email link, or you can phone us at 402-498-8397. We'd love to hear from you. Or come, if you're in the Omaha area, and visit with us in person at the Sunny Slope Church of Christ, 3606 North 108th Street. Let's pray. Please, Father, guide us to come to you through Jesus for deliverance and true success in life. Please forgive us, gracious Father, and thank you for your love. In Jesus' name, amen.